Greetings and welcome to the Safing Podcast. I'm Raphael and today we have a little bit of a more new-ish episode. I am alone today and just wanted to give you an update what's going on with Safing, what's happening at the moment. And the reason why I have waited for so long for a new podcast to come out is we are very, very busy. And um, that's also the reason why I'm alone. I was thinking and trying uh, to get someone else on the podcast, but it's currently so much going on here. And even though we are so busy at the moment, we wanted to give you a quick update uh, of what's going on. And um, since <laughs> I know most of the stuff that's going on, um, I am the one who's giving you this update. So grab a cup of tea or coffee and yeah, <laughs> just listen to the story of what's happened in the last couple of weeks and what's going to happen in the next months. The first big story I'd like to get in a little bit more is our current process of the closed alpha of people who are currently able to go into the SPN and <clears throat> yeah, experience what this is like. And I have to tell you, even though I'm very excited that the SPN is out on the quotes, it is still very, very, very alpha. I don't know how many of you have been in our first alpha stages of the Portmaster, but the Portmaster, when it started out, when we started releasing it, it was, yeah, I have to admit, a bit of a mess. It uh, wasn't running properly uh, for long periods of times. It started to crash at certain points and it matured a lot over the last half year. Why have we chosen to do it with the Portmaster like this? Well, we need user feedback. We need to know what, what you actually want, what you actually are going to use it for so that we can adopt and improve and continue um, to create a better product to actually do something that is useful to all of you and not just a pipe dream of ours. And so that's the reason why we started to do the same thing with the SPN. The SPN is a product where we are basically where we were with the Portmaster half a year ago. We're now in the first stages. The first servers are rented. They're running. They're creating the network and people can go in and experience it. But it's like we already knew that was happen, that it's going to happen like that. But yeah, it's everything always takes longer and COVID did take a hit on the development process. So um, yeah, it might be even longer than we thought. Why am I bringing this up? Well, we had it at the Kickstarter. We gave people the opportunity to opt into this sort of thing. So the Marvins, they're already uh, in. They all got an email with how they can log in, how they can get in, and the lifetime backers, of course, as well. How is it to use the SPN at the moment? Well, there are, as I said, many issues in regards to uptime so it initially works and everything is honestly faster than we thought the three hops um, have an impact of course but and we were optimizing for this impact to be as little as possible but it is even less than we thought so we can truly now say well in the 
network that is currently in production, speeds will be similar to VPN, much more so than to Tor. So we will have the truly the security that you can expect from Tor and from the onion encryption, the anonymization and everything that comes with that part and the speeds of a VPN. So this is much like this is truly the case. And I'm happy to tell you this in this podcast already. Um, so speed wise, there won't have to be that many um, improvements later down the road. There will be, and we will be working on it, and we want to improve on that front, of course, as well. But it won't be as um, needed as much as we thought. On the other side, well, and we already knew this from the beginning, the way how we structure the network is decentralized. So there's not one place which knows the state of the network as it currently is because the nodes aren't reporting to any one place which could oversee everything. The network is designed in a way where every node knows almost how the network is currently working. So with a small network, this is, of course, easier to do. If there are only a couple of nodes, like 20 or even 100 nodes, they can very fast and easily um, inform each other what's going on. We call this gossiping. So if you look into our docs page, docs.safing.io, this concept is already in there. And it explains how like, every node reports the state of how it is and the states of every other node that it knows to its neighboring nodes, basically, uh, with a timestamp. So then when you log into the SPN, when you first connect, you can download this gossip file and you know what servers are in the network and know how they perform, how like what their um, speeds are and everything. So that you can decide or you're like the SPN locally can decide on your device what the best path is to take through the network so that your performance is as great as we want it to be. So um, this comes with a couple of issues. Um, what is what happens if one of the servers goes down? What, uh, how long will it take? What happens to the connection? I can at this point already assure you this is not a security um, threat in any means. So if you like, if one connection, if one node drops out, the only thing that happens is you will have to reinitiate the whole connection. So from a resilience perspective, this is bad. You like when you download a, a movie or something like that, you will have to redo the download for the whole thing. And so this is not acceptable for us. We want to improve on that front. We need to improve on that front. But currently, this is this is basically the issue. Um, we need to work on that heavily, and we need to figure out how to do this better. And so the longer the network runs, the more this could happen. And that is basically where, we're, where we are at currently. We want to improve this. We want to get this ready. And we will let more and more people in, the more confident we are. So that's where our whole like wait list with the pre-order comes in. Um, the servers, of course, cost us currently as well. Um, so the Marwins opted in for an option where they paid more in advance, but uh, aren't 
like charged on a monthly basis and when we start um being as confident uh or confident enough to let people more and more people in that's when we start um charging monthly and when we start um yeah <laughs> to let you pay for the service and not um yeah pay for them in advance but that's the state where we are currently so there are servers running the spn at the moment there there will be more added um more and more so that the network can grow and improve and um when it this issue is stable enough that's when we let you in on a different note I am currently preparing for a talk that I will give at the Vienna Privacy Week. The topic will be very interesting. Um, it is about surveillance capitalism and what the influences from them are towards us, how they can affect um, our thinking. Uh, I will raise in particular the question of who builds us. I feel like we as individuals we're the sum of all the experiences, the knowledge and the things that we wish for in the future, our dreams, our plans and everything. And the question that comes up when you think about surveillance capitalism is, or at least for me, the question that comes up quite often is, who is building my future self? When I don't know something, when I when I start dreaming about something, I go online to search for my options, for the possibilities. What is out there? I don't know. And I have no other means to interact with what I might want to do in the future. And for this thing, there are gatekeepers. Maybe those things I want to start getting into I start watching YouTube videos. Well, that's Google gatekeeping and maybe influencing where I want to go. If I'm starting uh, photography, which camera I'm going to pick is heavily influenced by the people I watch on YouTube. And the people I, I find on YouTube are pre-selected by Google. That's the way how it works. The algorithm is designing those sorts of things. And so <clears throat> those are very interesting thoughts I'm, I'm developing currently. And I will give a whole talk on this at the Privacy Week in Vienna. It will be an online privacy event. And um, if you are a German speaker, please join. I think, yeah, just... <laughs> Now I'm pointing you into to a search engine, but just search for it. It's Privacy Week Vienna. Um, they are, I think the organizers are the CCC, the Chaos Computer Club Vienna. So um, get look on their site, um, find it. It it will be out there, and so that's that's what's going to happen there as well. I'm very excited. It's a great opportunity to speak about this. Um, and maybe one of the, the sneak peeks I can give you, one of the major things that I liked when I looked into it, one of the bright sides is that for them to be like effective in what they do, they need 
as much information as they can get and it needs to be recent. So we do have a fighting chance there. If we stop giving them information, if we stop, it's not what like they know everything anyway. No, they don't. They don't know when you start a new hobby. They don't know what your next thing is you want to get into. And as long as you start at any point to stop giving them information and to stop handing out a free ticket for them to just extract as much value as they want from you, you're good. You can start on any day. And I think this is a very like hopeful view towards the future. We have a finding chance. It's not the big tech giants that can do everything and anything they want. And we need to like rely on our politics to, to fix it maybe, or they're anyway in their pocket or something. I like, there are so many people who have so many thoughts about how it's, it's done anyway and why even bother no this is not the case we can fight and we still have the opportunity to opt out and um become like in control of our future selves again and start um going not playing not into their hands but going into the future in a way where we can decide what we want to um like give away what information we want to share and what we won't and um, get out of those predetermined boxes that they start building for us so that we are uh, contained in those set ways which are basically designed for two things they want to extract the most value out of us and they want to defeat us in that sense as well because if we don't think for ourselves and if we think well everything is lost anyway we won't fight and so we become much easier to control i like this quote by george washington if freedom of speech is taken away then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter and i like this quote it it so clearly shows and um explains of what is happening if they take away our freedom of speech, if they take away our freedom and privacy is required for freedom, then we are dumb and silently like led like sheep to the slaughter. And I think we all aren't uh, and won't be led like this. And um, uh, we at Safing, of course, want to create and build tools that give you the fighting chance, that give you the opportunity to stand up and say, no, I won't. No, I, I, this is my data. I'm in control. I can decide and you can ask and I might be willing to give some of it away. But like, if I won't, I won't. And this is for, this is for me to decide and not for you. And so that's partly what this talk will be about. It will go more into more detail about what is surveillance capitalism and has a little bit more of an explainer towards this. I also, when I start thinking about it, start to dislike the word surveillance capitalism. It is an, an word that explains some of the concept fairly good, but as um, so many words, they, they start to twist and change. And currently what I like is industrial uh, surveillance, um, which is similar to the 
industrial revolution where we last had this change away from a worker to an employee and from somebody who's doing stuff for their own towards somebody who's working always for somebody else and so <clears throat> this whole change was back like changed a huge part of what is currently happening back then and now the the surveillance part of the capitalism is what changing how the industry is working today and surveillance is much more of a center stage of how money can and is made uh, part of what i like is when tech people started to compare data to oil and where the whole thing is like and i don't know maybe you've heard this often enough but like oil turned out to be a bad thing for the environment and for uh, human well-being you know so people start getting away from oil and a government start regulating how oil is used but data um, when they say data is the new oil well maybe the same thing will happen later down the road as well and what i like about this analogy as well uh, between data and oil is well some people when you start telling them what the value of their data is oh maybe i want to sell it maybe i want to give it away and make the money myself but if you would have a, like a gallon of of oil raw oil from the ground this isn't worth that much what actually makes it worth uh something or like how much it is worth currently is the process and the refineration afterwards. So the products you can make out of the oil are what actually is where they make their money. And just having that small bit of oil yourself, that wouldn't make you rich. So this is uh, sort of where I'm like, okay, an idea where I can to explain to people why selling your data isn't as you like useful as you might think and why you should still want to like keep your data and protect it in a way and have it um, not stolen and extracted by somebody else the last thing I want to talk about is a little bit more of a future thing as well. We're going to have an AMA over at our Privacy Tools IO. We have been in contact with Privacy Tools IO for like months now. Uh, it's a whole thing where we're not sure if like when to start um, with this AMA and what it would be good for. But basically what we now decided is we want to like have the opportunity to talk to y'all about like anything you want uh, anything you want to hear from us know from us we want to share it we want want to be open we want to be transparent as transparent as we can get and we want to maybe help you find this stuff we have we're already like so invested into publicly showing so many things who owns the company i mean that's an easy one that's danielle david and me but how where does our money come from currently how much influence do they have and that's sort of easier as well go on our homepage, i think slash about us where you can go and then influences and <clears throat> well we only have public grants nobody else has a stake in our company and um 
that is how we go about this whole thing and we want to keep it that way we want to keep it within like contained a bit and not selling anything and i think this is required because anyone who would come in has a financial interest other than just making money from the spn and uh, they might want to maximize their their return of investment in some way and um, that's partly why we set up the company as we have it now as well so that if any one of us three would get corrupted in that way the other two can block them and so this is the whole thing our contract for the company is publicly available at the court of Wiener Neustadt so this is a city um, near us and it has to be publicly available but that's uh, the whole thing I don't know if any of you were interested in the whole wire got acquired by somebody else thing but uh, and, and it was a Swiss company at least that's what they told everyone i looked into their public records the same like they they have in the swiss uh in switzerland um similar structure to how companies work like in austria so i, I was a bit familiar and when i looked into those public records which are as i said for us publicly available as well i was able to look into and see that this american company already was a major investor from the beginning so this was a huge thing because it came out but for anyone who would have bothered to look into them earlier and i have to admit we were like we fell into this trap as well because i wasn't looking at it but that's partly why we are so open about it look at our public record this is official it's like this is where the government of Austria requires us to publicly acknowledge who is a stakeholder, who has money in the company and who has an influence and decision rights and everything. This is publicly available and this is partly why, why and how we think we can build trust. And the AMA is to um, give everyone a chance to ask for this sort of thing and to know and um, find this sort of stuff we are not sure how to to prep them on our homepage, where to put all those all of those things everyone has different interests when it comes to what is important with a company and what they want to look for and so that's the reason why we think an AMA is a good place to start and we're thankful that uh, the privacy tools IO subreddit um, allows us to be like to have it on their subreddit uh, we think this um is a good thing they looked into our company they looked into what we do who we are and stuff so they have already done some validation of who we are and i think this is a great way to give back some of that and be transparent to the rest of the the community as well good um i think to wrap it up where is the podcast going well I maybe do another solo podcast in the next couple of weeks. We want to continue with the podcast. This is how we want to communicate a lot as well. I think it's more personal. I can talk to you. You you hear much more like than just my words. You you see how I feel about stuff and um, all of that things. So I feel like 
It might be another solo episode in the future. We will see. Maybe I can uh, get somebody else on as well. They might be shorter and they might be spaced far, uh, further apart. I can't guarantee for anything at the moment. We are heavily invested in re- like pushing the SPN and getting more and more people in and having like our products, the Portmaster as well, uh, pushing that, that it is um, even better. We get great feedback um, from you on Reddit where we know what you want and we want to implement those sort of things. We're currently doing a great, like a huge rework of the UI. We're doing, uh, adding features there as well. Um, like search and filtering and just easier use because now it's from a technical perspective, the portmaster is working fairly well. Um, I personally like I'm using it for months now without like reinstalling it or having like major issues. So we feel like now is a good point to do like to improve on the user experience rather than just piling on uh, bug fixes and features and everything. So there are still some issues and they will be addressed. So if you have anything that doesn't work for you, please submit an issue on GitHub. But we are currently doing a major revamp of the user experience from a UI side and from just quality of life improvements that make stuff that should be easy, easier. (laughs) So please, if you have any quality of life improvement suggestions, give them to us either on GitHub or on, on Reddit. That would be great. Reddit is a good place for us. We check it often and yeah, you can just write something in there. David is the one who's usually on there and um, responds and he forwards this stuff to Daniel and to Patrick and to Luke and so that we start working on it and thinking about it fairly so- like soon and then we try to fit it in into our whole uh, lineup of things which uh, the pipeline on what we're currently working on. So get on the subreddit suggest stuff there and we will definitely look into it and we will definitely uh, incorporate some of those suggestions and yeah so that's what we are currently working on on a technical side i feel like that's it please as a reminder there will be an ama coming up it will happen in september Uh, Currently, we're planning on the 18th of September. This is a Friday and it will go through for a whole week. Um, You can subscribe and follow us on Twitter. We will announce it there when it goes live as well. You can, of course, subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, those we changed up a bit it's more of an update thing what's happening and less of an announcement thing Majigi. so it's a monthly thing uh, fairly regular and with some background stuff as well um, Tabitha usually writes it so it's from a different perspective than what the podcast currently is uh, also David is doing a monthly blog where we have the next page, which now shows what's currently in progress and update that. So David is doing this. This is a good place as well, where you can find out what we're currently working on and what's going to happen. 
in the next couple of weeks. We don't put any deadlines on there, so you don't know when exactly they will happen because we currently don't know if, if a major bug comes in, we need to pour some resources into that and fixing that. So this is partly why this is going. So um, David is doing the monthly blog. And yeah, as I said, I will do the next podcast also might be a solo one, might be another one, but you will see. I hope this was helpful for you and I hope you like it. Please leave feedback in the subreddit and yeah, you can of course follow me on Twitter as well and DM me there or yeah, write me on, on Reddit um, or write me an email. Like I'm getting a fair amount of email from you guys and they are very encouraging. I, I do like reading emails from people who use the Portmaster or uh, are excited about the SPN or yeah, just if you have complaints, I'd like to know, know them as well. We want to improve. We want to continue improving and we want to uh, make a great like tool for you to use. It's <laughs> worth nothing if you can't use it or don't like using it. So please write me. I'll look into how I can help. And yeah, that's it. Have a good one. Happy hunting. And here you on the next one. Bye.